Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Good morning, Edwin. Good morning, Andrew. How you doing today, man? I am fantastic. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing very well. Yeah, I'm excited. Starting another week, looking at another psalm, Psalm 48. Psalm 48. Uh, my, right now, my only concern... My greatest anxiety at this moment yeah, is will those guys cutting the grass outside of our sound studio get back up by the window here before we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try to make it. Yeah, guerrilla podcasting here. Here we go. Okay. Psalm 48. I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. A song, a psalm of the sons of Korah. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king. Within her citadels, God has made himself known as a fortress. For behold, the kings assembled. They came on together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded. They were in panic. They took to flight. Trembling took hold of them there as anguish of a woman in labor. By the east wind, you shattered the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God will establish forever. We have thought on your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple, as your name, O God, so your praise reaches to the end of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion, go around her, number her towers, consider well her ramparts, go through her citadels that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God forever and ever. He will guide us forever. I feel like reading that psalm, it is this praise-filled guided tour of Jerusalem. We've had the city of God, the Mount Zion. These are all markers of Jerusalem. We've now had three psalms of great praise. Mm -hmm. Three psalms that talk about how wonderful God is, about his city, about how we can trust in him. Psalm 46 seemed to be almost kind of a hinge psalm from we had started in 42 through 44. It was just awful. It was terrible. Then we got 46 where here's why we're hanging on. Because even if the mountains crumble into the sea, our God is a refuge. And then there's that vindication and there's Mm -hmm. that deliverance at the end of that psalm. Psalm 47, as we noted last week, was just absolutely a fireworks of praise. Yeah, it was great. And now here we are again, this this continuing psalmody of praise for God, this time especially focused on the city of God, the city where he dwells, which of course, in this ancient context, was a reference to Jerusalem. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surveying this city, that this is the place where God has set his name. This is the place where the temple was built, the ark to come and to rest, the center of Levitical praise and worship, the place of all the pilgrimages for the uh, faithful Israelites and faithful Jews to come and to have their sacrifices and have their feasts. And so it makes sense that this is a focal point for glorifying God. We come, uh, we, we come to Jerusalem three times a year to make sure to praise God 
if we are an ancient Israelite. Correct. And we participate in the feasts and the festivals, and we offer the sacrifices, and we hear the praises of the priests, and perhaps even the singing of the sons of Korah and all the kind of worship that they would yeah. be involved in around that temple. And so we, we have this, this high mountain, though, of course, not the highest mountain in the Middle East. No, it's not. Not geologically. No. But theologically, <laughs> it is the highest mountain. Yeah. And that's I think that's a key point because it also says in this psalm that it's in the far north. Right. Which is kind of odd because it's not even actually in the far north of Israel. In fact, no. one of the problems is the nation of Israel, when, when the kingdoms were divided, they actually put a place of worship in the far north of Israel, and they were in trouble because they weren't coming south to Jerusalem. My understanding is that this word... Uh, comes from the word Zaphon, which was the hill or the mountain upon which the Canaanites believed Baal lived. So some mm. folks view this as actually saying that, look, Baal's not out there. There's, you know, it's not it's not Baal's hill that we're worried about. This is the hill of Yahweh. This mm-hmm. is the one that is truly in the far north. Uh, however, there's also the fact that just like we talk about the elevation as a theological point rather than a geological point. This idea of being in the far north probably is a theological point as well. In Isaiah chapter 14 and verse 13, the mountain in the far north Mm -hmm. is the mountain of God's assembly. Mm -hmm. And so it's a theological point. It's, It's this idea of being at the top of the world, at being at the highest point. This is God's mountain. So as we're talking about Jerusalem, it's it's very much like if you studied the Gospels and you're always wondering, why are they always going up to Jerusalem and down from Jerusalem, no matter which, whether it's north, south, east, or west? Because theologically, Jerusalem, Mount Zion, is the center. It is the focal point. Everything else is down from there. I think you have that theologically. You know, two things can be true at once. Geographically, once you get to Jerusalem, the high part of the community is where the temple sat, mm-hmm. um, particularly when you look at the you know the old city where David lived and, and that kingdom, and even in Solomon's time, you, the, you were looking uphill to look at the temple. You were physically walking to go there. My understanding is that's also the north part of the city. It is. So some folks view it just as you've said, that we're talking about in relation to the city itself, that yeah. it's the high point in the city and that it's the northernmost point in the city. So the, that's a possibility. The significance uh, of the hill, of course, begins earlier I say the hill, Mount Zion. Uh, I'm thinking in Genesis chapter 22, where it is called Mount Moriah. Yes. This is the same place where Abraham had to travel for three days and take his son Isaac because God had requested that Isaac be sacrificed. Of course, at the pivotal moment when Abraham is about to plunge his his, um, knife into Isaac, the voice of God calls out, tells him to stop. A ram is found in a thicket there nearby, and they make the sacrifice uh, of the ram and spare the life of Isaac. It was a great test of Abraham's faith, but the place where it occurred was Mount Moriah. And the word or new name given for God at that time was Yahweh Yireh, the Lord will provide. And a proverb is stated that in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. It will be provided. And so there is this great significance to this position, this place, where we the name comes up again in the scriptures when the plot of land is named where Solomon is going to build this temple, Mount Moriah. Mm-hmm. 
And Jewish tradition holds that uh, once the temple was constructed, where the altar sat was actually on top of that very same place where Abraham had built an altar. Second Chronicles 3, 1 Chronicles 3.1, then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got this temple. It's this place where God has already made provision. We could mm-hmm. even call it the Mount of Provision, mm-hmm. the place where God is providing, and it becomes the place where God provides for Israel's sacrifice. It's, there's a second time that it comes in to play, and that's when David has his sinful census. Okay. And God is bringing the plague upon Israel. And David is crying out to God, look, this is my sin. You know what? Don't punish all these people. This isn't their sin. This is my sin. And so he sees the angel and he, he, he's going to make a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And there's the angel at the, uh, the threshing floor at the vineyard of uh, Ornan or Aram. Right, yeah. And he says, I want to make a sacrifice here. And... Ornan says, well, here, I'll give it to you. David says, no, no, I can't make a sacrifice that costs me nothing. Mm-hmm. And so he buys it. In fact, there again in Second Chronicles 3, 1, then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where the Lord had appeared to David, his father, at the place that David had appointed on the threshing floor of Ornan, the Jebusite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we find this is a special place in Israel's history. It's the place where God has caused his name to dwell. What makes this place special? When the psalmist looks at Jerusalem, is it special because its walls are especially strong or high? Is it special because the people who live there are especially strong and intelligent? No. It's special because this is where God has decided to dwell. It's the city set on a hill Mm -hmm. where God has set his throne. Jerusalem was special because God, Yahweh, dwells there. It makes me think about the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5. When Jesus is talking about his followers, disciples, he says in Matthew 5 and verse 14, You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill, cannot be hidden nor do they light a lamp stand and put it light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lamp stand and it gives light to all who are in the house mm. you are the city on a hill and it cannot be hidden by placing his name and glory on a city there's no intent that it should be hidden mm. but just as the temple mount zion the place of jerusalem was to be a focal point for people to come and to learn of God and worship God. So today in the new covenant in Christ, it is his church and his people that are to be the example, to be the light that people should come and learn of Christ and glorify and worship God through Christ. When you, when you make that connection to me and you and, uh, the church being the city set on the hill. I think about Jerusalem as the special city. Mm -hmm. When I understand that Jerusalem was special, not because of its wealth, not because of its trade, not because of a potential strategic location, not because of, of anything about the city itself, but it was special because of God's presence there. Mm-hmm. And then when you say, I am a city set on the hill, I am a light on a lampstand, that's a, that says something to me. I, I think most of us are on this kind of journey, this desire to be special, to be seen as special, to be respected and recognized. And What this says to me is that the most special I can be is if I am the dwelling place of God. Mm. 
I, I'm not special because I can do a great high jump. I'm not special because I'm talented with a guitar. I'm not, these are not things I can do, by the way, but, but if I could, I wouldn't be special because of my ACT or SAT scores or my retirement account. I'm special when I am God's dwelling place. Or maybe another way to look at it is um, that uh, I, I don't find my specialness in those things, right? Okay, so maybe we might look at ourselves and say, well, I'm not special because I'm not that, because I can't shred on a guitar, because I can't jump far, because I haven't been invited to go participate in the Olympics, so I'm not special. But yes, you are. You're made in the image of God. You're redeemed in Christ. You're his people, his city. And there are people watching you that you influence. They depend upon you and your love for them and your compassion and being a good neighbor. It makes such a difference to them because you are communicating God and his goodness and his gospel to them. That's a very special thing. And of course, I don't want to get too far ahead in this week. I know later we're going to be talking about Israel's fall from that place. Mm, yeah. And it says something about how I can fall from that place. Yeah. If I abandon God, if I disinvite God from from being from dwelling with me and in me and and working through me, then it doesn't matter how great I am at anything else. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't matter how other people recognize me for anything else. That what is special is that relationship with God. What is what is what is singular? What is what is important is that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And that's what I need to maintain. Yeah. That's the thing I need to be working on. Absolutely. I'm really excited to be talking about uh, Psalm 48 this week, talking about uh, Jerusalem and God's holy hill. It's lifting me up, and I hope it lifts you up as well. Send us an email. Let us know what you're learning from the scriptures. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Until next time, why don't we have a word of prayer together, Edwin? I'll say it. All right. Holy God, thank you very much for this beginning of a new week. For this new psalm that we're looking at, thank you for dwelling with us. Thank you for dwelling in us. Thank you for lifting us up because you, Lord God, are the fortress. You, Lord God, are the refuge and the rock, the strong and mighty tower, the hill, the foundation upon which our house is built. And Lord God, we are thankful that we are yours. It's through your son we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.